Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Texas Hill Country Market Update brought to you by the Texas Hill Country Advisors, your local Texas Hill Country source for what's going on in the economy, the stock market, and the world of personal finance. We are your co-hosts, Andrew Gay and Gilbert Pies, local independent financial advisors based right here in Kerrville. We had a volatile day in the equity markets yesterday with the backdrop of Jerome Powell's testimony in front of Congress. So we have a few things that we want to cover with you guys today. It is just after 9.30 a.m. here in beautiful Kerrville, Texas. So let's get right to it. Securities and investment advisory services offered through Next Financial Group, member FINRA SIPC, Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not an affiliate of Next Financial Group. This material is not intended as an offer or solicitation for the purchase or sale of any security or other financial instrument. Past performance does not guarantee future performance. All the views expressed are those of Andrew Gay, Gilbert Prize, and Texas Hill Country Advisors, and not those of Next Financial Group. The S&P 500 is a market cap-weighted index composed of common stocks of 500 leading companies and leading industries of the U.S. economy, and the Dow Jones Industrial Average is a price-weighted index of 30 actively traded blue-chip stocks. All right, here is your rundown, a market update for Wednesday, March 8, 2023. So like I mentioned in the intro there, the all three major indexes closed negative on the day yesterday with the Dow Jones being the leader, down negative 1.7%, uh, just over 1.7% on the day. Um, that was all, all of this was due to Jerome Powell's testimony in front of Congress yesterday. That is one of day two days that he is going to be sitting in front of them taking questions and talking about monetary policy today is day number two and it is already underway gilbert and i were actually just watching some of it right before we kicked this off this morning so the gist of yesterday was that jerome powell added to the narrative of the higher for longer interest rate outlook that the fed now has and is starting to and the markets are starting to try to price in uh, you know, they the Fed slowed down their their pace of interest rate hikes towards the end of last year and it settled around a quarter percent rate hike, 0.25 percent um, steady at their at their meetings, at least for 2023 in February. That that was what they did for their interest rate hike for their February meeting. And then their next meeting is coming up on March 22nd. So after yesterday, markets kind of repriced and the expectation of what the market had as far as the next rate hike was went from 0.25% to up to 0.5%. So double what was previously expected. The markets have to try to reprice and find a footing around that new expectation. Whether or not they are are going to actually do that will remain to be seen. We'll have to just wait until their March 22nd meeting. We do actually get some key pieces of economic data between now and them, particularly the jobs data that is out this Friday, that is unemployment uh, rate for the month of February, as well as the number of payrolls, uh, jobs that were added for the month of February. And then probably just as important, if not more important, is the headline inflation number, which is out March 14th. We're currently sitting around 6.4% year over year for the headline inflation number. That's the CPI, the Consumer Price Index. That was for the month of January we don't really know what is in store for the February's um, jobs report or for the inflation report. I think expectations for the inflation report are going to be lower than January's number, but where it's going to fall, if that actually even happens, is kind of uncertain, as well as the jobs data that's due out this Friday. 
There's a little bit of uncertainty around that too because of the big surprise that we had in January. More jobs were added in January, that way more jobs were added in January than what was anticipated as far as economist prediction, economist and analyst prediction. And that number was seasonally adjusted. I did some reading on some of that. Even though it was seasonally adjusted, it still makes a lot of sense. It's not that people are, it's not that um, the way they calculate these numbers, they're not fixing the numbers or anything like that. The seasonal, seasonal adjustments make a lot of sense if you really want to dive down and kind of nerd out on some of how that's calculated. Uh, but either way, the data was hotter than expected. So we will see if this this Friday's jobs data has the same thing in store for February. Um, but until then, we're just going to have to, the markets are going to be hanging on, on Powell's last words for today's final testimony in front of Congress for him. So that's a quick rundown of kind of what is expected for the remaining few weeks of March this month, as far as the markets go, you know, and if if the Fed really does have to push interest rates higher than previously expected, like a good bit higher, yeah, some things are going to get bumpy. And it's and like we've talked about, we're only into we just started the third cal the third month of the calendar year, and you know last at the end of last year we were calling for a really bumpy ride in the first half of the year, and we're only we're not even halfway through that yet. So it you know and it has proven to been to be bumpy so far. We had a good January not that great of a february march is turning out to be very fairly volatile as well so especially for the equity market so we'll just have to continue to see how it kind of plays out uh, we will continue to monitor and, and diligently observe that stuff and report on it to you guys to kind of keep you abreast about what's going on especially from the investors point of view last thing i want to jump over here and, and show to give some light to the actual visual visualization of the shift that took place yesterday i think we had shown this uh, I don't think Monday, but in the last week, the expectation lied. This is from our friends over at the CME group. This is the Fed watch tool that they use Fed futures to price in the market expectations for what the Fed is going to do at their at their subsequent meetings. This is for their March meeting. Here's the expectation. Now, these numbers were completely flip flopped at the at the end of last week and even Monday before uh, Jerome Powell started his testimony yesterday. The market was expecting, like I was just saying, the 0.25% or quarter percent rate hike for the March 22nd meeting. But now it looks like the market expectation is that they're gonna do the 50 basis point or 0.5% rate hike at the March 22nd meeting. Uh, whether that is gonna come to fruition or not, you know, this doesn't mean that that's what they're gonna do, but that's what the market is pricing in. So it's doing its best to try to reprice some of that, that expectation in the equity markets. And I think that's all we have as far as the rundown of what's going on. Gilbert, you want to shine shine your light on some of that? Add a few comments. Well, my light is pretty dim, but I'll, I'll say a couple of <laughs> words. Uh, you know, I think if you look at Jerome Powell's testimony that started yesterday, if you look at some of it today, he's not really saying anything different than what he said before. They're data dependent. They are more than willing to raise interest rates um, to keep a lid on inflation and they expect for there to be a lot of unintended or intended consequences, also known as a recession. They're not that worried about having a recession if they have to raise interest rates to such a level that it keeps a lid on inflation and, and puts a real big damper on growth. So he's not really saying anything different. It's just that I think what he really said yesterday was that, listen, what we're gonna do is raise interest rates and you might think, we're just uh, flying by the seat of our pants, but we're not. We're extremely data dependent. And if we see 
the job market continue to increase and growth continue to happen in spite of what we're doing uh, to minimize inflation, we will continue raising interest rates. That's all he said. That, that's, that's the essence of what he said yesterday, which is what he's been saying all along. So if, if there's going to be any pivot, if there's going to be any recovery when it comes to uh, inflation the, uh, and the economy uh, and, and a reduction in interest rates, all it means is that it's been kicked down the road further for about six more months, probably. Um, and, and as Andrew and I said at the very beginning of the year, the first half of the year is going to be bumpy, really bumpy. But I think as quickly as we've seen some of the uh, metrics change, uh, we could also see them change for the positive over the next few weeks, especially if the jobs number on Friday comes in weaker or um, in line with expectations. That that should help. And, and I think as far as the interest rate announcement for the 22nd, it's all going to be based on what that jobs number looks like on Friday and what CPI looks like next week. If if either one of those two comes in hotter than expected, then yes, I, I think they would ra- go back to raising interest rates by 50 basis points. But if, if both of those come in at expectation or less, then they're likely to stick with the 25 basis points um, increase on the 22nd. It, it's all jobs, jobs, jobs. And uh, right now, what we're what we need to see is more people coming back to the workforce. And I think as time goes on, we're going to see that it's just going to be, uh, it's just going to take some time. That, that's what it all depends on, just time. And so we just need to be patient. I will say this though, with interest rates going up, if you're a saver and investor. Uh, right now is a really good time to be looking at bonds. Uh, bond interest rates or bond yields have been going up quite nicely, um, and, and at some point later this year, we're going to be we're going to be strongly recommending that you consider locking in some of these terms as as much as you possibly can, because at some point down the road, we know the Feds will uh, stop raising interest rates and eventually lower interest rates if. A recession comes along and it's bad enough. Um, that's what will happen, and, and that's the time to be into bonds. And so, if you're a bond investor, bond saver, great time to be looking at those things. If you're an equity investor, then it's still a great time to be looking at those things because right now valuations are still relatively low, or at least lower than they were last year. You can still find some great, great dividend payers, um, even some growth stocks that are uh, very exciting. Um, so if you're an investor and a saver, man, this is a really, really good time because you're actually getting paid now to be a saver and an investor. Uh, and so I, I would I would suggest that if you're a current investor, stick with it. It's just going to be a little longer before we see a, a turn. Uh, and if you're a new investor or you have money that you're thinking about putting into the market, now's a great time to consider it because we're, we, we do think we're on that cusp of Interest rates peaking out, not there yet, probably not until, you know, later in the spring or maybe early summer, but we're getting there. And, and that's the time you want to start dipping in your toes in the water um, and, and doing it now would probably not be a bad idea. And to close this out, let's take a quick peek at the markets and what, what we're looking at today as far as the major three U.S. stock indexes are doing. The Dow Jones is trading lower. 
um, almost three tenths of percent lower. The S&P and NASDAQ are positive, but barely positives. As Jerome Powell is sitting on Capitol Hill right now as we speak, testifying for day two in front of Congress. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. We, we appreciate your viewership and participation. Don't forget, interact with us, share our content. It helps other people find our show. We're on Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube most weekdays that the stock market is open. In all places, podcasts are possible, including Spotify. Thank you guys so much, and we will catch you back here tomorrow morning.